Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. You're listening to episode number 105 of the podcast. Today it's our What's On Guide for the week with me, Orla McNabola. What's in store for County Leitrim this week? Well, today is National Women's Enterprise Day and the local enterprise office Leitrim have an event kicking off this morning in the landmark. Comedy duo The Dirtbirds are in action in the dock tomorrow night, bringing you their first of their two Leitrim dates of their current comedy tour. The Leitrim Boxty Festival this Saturday will celebrate our heritage dish with free music, song, dance and some fun potato art workshops for kids and for families. Saturday night then, Galway-based trad band Shaskeen will get your toes tapping in Manor Hamilton with their lively trad gig. Last night Carrick Cineplex was filled to the brim and that was for the preview of Dark Lies the Island. It's a new Irish film based in the fictional town of Dromord but it's shot around the Boyle, Lockheed, Shore areas. Justin Farrell tells us how the preview night went and also what else is going on in Carrick Cineplex over the next while. Breffney wraps up this week's What's On Guide again with a snapshot of what this weekend's sporting action will look like all around County Leitrim. And I can't forget to mention that today Galway City will be painted in green and gold jerseys for what is the annual Leitrim Day, a day of celebration and commemoration for our great little county. So if you happen to be heading over Galway direction today, make sure you don't forget your jersey. It's bound to be a good day out. Back to Leitrim now and today the 17th of October is National Women's Enterprise Day and to mark the occasion local enterprise office Leitrim are running an event in the landmark in Carrick on Shannon and Carmel Call, business advisor is here to tell me all about the event. Carmel welcome to the programme. Hi Orla, thanks very much. Our event is all about women today, um, women in business in Leitrim. We have a very special guest speaker, Maureen Gaffney. I don't know if you know her, Orla, but she's a psychologist. She would sit on a lot of boards, but she, she's done a lot of work with women and the whole psychology behind behavioural patterns, say, with why men are bigger risk takers than women and all that sort of thing. So she should be very interesting today. Yes, I think of doesn't she have a book out as well flourishing she does um flourishing yeah and she actually has a new book coming out next year so yeah she's she's very very interesting a lot of your listeners now would be familiar with maureen and she would be on discussion panels on the tv and that so she's She's very good. Our ambassador this year is Georgia from Art of Coffee. And Georgia has a very interesting story to tell. She arrived in Ireland back in 2004 and she originally worked as an architect. When she came to Ireland first, she continued to work as an architect and then the recession came and she lost her job. Her passion has always been coffee. So she turned her passion into her business and she started roasting coffee in her kitchen and she's just gone from strength to strength and she's just doing really well these days. She's winning awards do really good stuff. And our MC is Carol Coleman. You know Carol from know Carol, of course. And from Carrick and so she's going to be great too. So we're really looking forward to the event. I would just ask anybody that's around if they haven't booked in, there are a few spaces left there so they can contact us here through our website localenterprise.ie forward slash Leitrim or they can call us on 071 Sounds great Carmel and what do you have in store for the day? We would ask people to register between 11.30 and 12. The event starts at 12. Carol Coleman will give a brief introduction. 
Georgia will go through a very short presentation of, of how her business has evolved. Then Maureen Gaffney will speak for around 45-50 minutes and then there'll be questions and answers for Maureen and there's going to be like a fireside discussion then with Carol, Georgia and Maureen. Then we'll have lunch at 1.45. Lunch runs from 1.45 to 2.45 followed by any further questions and a wrap-up. We run network events four times a year but this is a different type of event. It's more of a celebration of women in enterprise. Carmel Call, Business Advisor from the local enterprise office Leitrim. Thank you so much for talking to me about your event today and best of luck with it. Thank you so much. Thanks Orla. And next up on our What's On Guide, as part of Falsha Ireland's Taste the Island, Leitrim will host the inaugural Leitrim Boxty Festival this Saturday in Carrick and Shannon. Our heritage dish will be celebrated through music, song, dance and some great fun potato art. Also on the day, the ongoing search for Leitrim's Best Boxty Maker 2019 will finally come to an end. The project manager of this event is Aoife McCormack. Hello Aoife, you're welcome. Thanks very much Orla must be looking forward to Saturday Aoife. Can you give me the lowdown on kind of what the day will involve? There's a, a lot going on but it's a really exciting project and to be honest the response to it so far has been certainly more than I ever anticipated. Boxy most certainly is uh, at the heart of Leitrim and of the Leitrim people. The winners of the competition will be announced on festival day. So that is on October the 19th. The festival day not only will announce the winners, but there's loads of activity going on up in the dock where the festival will be hosted. In addition to that, there's going to be a boxy food trail around Carrick and Shannon. So a huge number of eateries in town have come on board and they are going to have boxy available on the menu on the day. So it will either be breakfast, lunch or evening meal. So it's, it's, it's great. The feedback and the response and the support for the festival has been wonderful so far. Since you've gone live on Facebook, I believe you've had interesting interactions with people from around the world. Oh, Orla, it has been phenomenal and really, really, really surprising, to be honest. We have heard from the state. This wonderful lady emailed me from Glasgow to tell me the story about her grandmother who left home in the 40s, set up camp, fell in love, got married, etc. in Glasgow. And her grandchildren, now one of them, uh, Sean Clark is his name, he is an avid boxy fan and maker. And so the third generation have been fed boxy on a regular basis over in, the, in England now. So it's gone from, well, this, this family are from just out near Crotton. So it's gone from Crotton to Glasgow and now to their home in, in England. So, yeah, the, the response has been amazing. I've people crying out for recipes. The response has been great and the conversation, the boxy banter as I call it, has been um, really surprising and great. Amazing. It really has spread from outside County Leitrim. I know our family, when we go to visit relations in Waterford, we're not welcome without bringing down a lump of boxy with us. So it really is a favourite outside of County Leitrim as well. So the festival day on the 19th of October, Aoife, what will be involved on that day? On the day, there'll be the Boxy Food Trail. This is a huge part of the festival and a really important part of it because all of the eateries in Carrick and Shannon have come on board and they're going to put Boxy on their menus, which means you're going to get to 
to eat box in a number of different ways. So it might be the traditional boxy or it might be our boxy with a modern twist. So you'll get to choose where you want to eat. And also we'll have a, a flyer. So keep an eye out for that with all the details of who's serving what on the day. But also on the day, the dock are going to host our festival for us. So a big shout out to the dock and, and thanks to them for their support. We will have some traditional music and some traditional dance. Edwina Guckin is coming on board and she's going to do a cake dance with us. So it'll be a boxy cake dance. We will also have a wonderful display of boxy folklore and heritage artifacts. Really, really interesting. So an awful lot of this data was, was captured in the 30s quite a while ago. And so there'll be recipes and stories and lore so really, really interesting. Two of our local Boxy producers, Mac Nitz and Drummond Boxy, will also be there in the day doing tastings. So that's really great. Everybody gets to try some Boxy. And they'll also be able to share information on how to make the best Boxy, etc. We'll also have some potato art for the kids. So they'll have a bit of fun. There will be a lot going on in the day. There'll be a lot going on in the day, so it'll be a great day for young and old. So I hope everybody can come out and support the festival. Just to acknowledge that we wouldn't have this festival if it wasn't for the, the efforts of the Carrick Chamber and they ha- and their tourism subgroup. So um, uh, many thanks to them for their uh, efforts. And here's hoping that next year we'll be able to bring this festival further uh, than just Carrick and Shannon, that it will become uh, the Leitrim Boxty Festival. Aoife McCormick, Project Manager, may I wish you the best of luck with the Leitrim Boxty Festival. And next up on our What's On Guide in the Glens Centre this coming Saturday night, the 19th of October, Shaskeen, a Galway-based band, will be in concert. Shaskeen have a unique and versatile approach to, the, to music, always conscious of their audiences, respectful of the tradition, but innovative in the Shaskeen way. And on with me now is Tom Cusson, long-time member of Shaskeen, and he's going to talk to me a little bit about the event this weekend. Tom, welcome along to the programme. Okay, Ola, thank you very much. Nice to talk to Tom, tell me a little bit about Shaskeen as a group. Well, Shaskeen, I suppose, started out its life in London back in 1970 with myself and four other people. And we played for 12 months in a pub called the Oxford Tavern in Kintish Town. And it was very good. And uh, came back to Ireland in 71. Restarted the band in 72, having met the drummer, Binny O'Connor. And uh, we made our first album in 1974, second one in 75, and 76 and 77 or 78. So four albums in in a short space of time. And we basically were Galway-based at that particular time. And we travelled the roads of Ireland and certainly in the late 70s started touring England a good bit and things like that. And we went from a four-piece band to a five-piece band, to a six-piece band, to an eight-piece band, and now we're a nine-piece band. God, you're massive. So we're, <laughs> we are. But we're, we're uh, the kind of music we play, we've never gone away from the, the our basic tradition and things like that, but we are doing, we used to do a lot of cabaret work and do a lot of Kayleys and set dancing and things like that, but now we're concentrating solely on, on concerts because of the group of us that's in it and because we've got such a variance of instruments in the band and four singers, so we, we have a good old concert gig going bit of crack communication with people most important to us at this point in time in our lives is entertainment 
and playing good music and singing good songs and engaging with the audience is very important. We're working on our 15th or 16th album at the moment and hopefully we'll have something towards the end of this year or early next year and in fact we are doing a live recording of the show in the Glen Centre with Cormac on Saturday night the show is actually being recorded to see if we can use it as a live album that'd be great best of luck with that thank you Tom you're the one original member left I'm the only original member left. I mean, most of the people in the band at the present time are in it for quite a while. I mean, the flute player, Eamon Cotter, is in the band over 30 years with me. Pat Costlaw is 25 or 26 or 27 years. Patsy McDonough is over 20 years, the box player. And the rest are in there 12, 13, 14, 15 years. The youngest member that we brought in in more recent times is Dave Saunders and uh, he's a fiddle player and he's the youngest member just helped to bring the the age profile down a few years the lineup is is we have a, a mayo man johnny dandan on the Bowron, and we have patsy mcdonough galway on the busky hall then we have eamon cotter from county clare innes kilmele on the concert flute we have pat broderick uh, Galway man on Ilan pipes and whistles and things like that excuse me then we have Dave Saunders on fiddle mandolin and vocals and we have Sean Conway on flute guitar vocals whistles whatever you put into his hand then we have uh, Pat Costello who's on vocals and plays five string and plays banjo and plays mandolin and uh, then we have Geraldine Cotter who is on piano and has played on a good few of the albums and back to a lot of the albums we've made in the past and myself play banjo and mandolin and do a bit of talking and things like that Pat Costello does a bit of singing Dave Saunders does a bit of singing, Sean Conway is singing, and Johnny Donnan sings a song. So that's the basic lineup and a bit of fun in each situation. You're right with talent, so yeah. That's why there's a bit of crack in it. That's why we're doing it, because we like to play, to be honest about it, and we like to entertain. And so far, we've been doing a concert a month, and uh, as it so happens now, the one in the Glens is the last one between now and Christmas, and we start back again in January for our celebrations for the, the Golden Craigie Tour next year. That's it, you're 50 years on the go. 50 years on the go, which is a reasonable achievement by any standards. Oh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And come here, tell me, how has the tour been going for you so far? Well, you know, we're having great fun. Genuinely, we're playing small theatres like the Glens around the country. And, you know, it's been very good. Genuinely very good. Good crowds and good fun. And people seem to like very much what we're doing in terms of the show that we're doing, which is a mixture of, obviously, jigs and reels and a few arrangements and certainly uh, songs and things like that, you know. And across the board, trad and song. I suppose really you know it's nearly 10 years since we were in the Glen Centre when we were celebrating our 40th our Ruby tour I'll go away so you're back again for just before the 50th just before the 50th and with the help of God we'll be back for the 50th we're really looking forward to going back to the Glens again it's uh, nearly 10 years almost since we were there with our Ruby tour and I know we had a very good night that night that we were in it because we had people from quite a distance in fact as far as Donegal Town and places like that, which is nice of them to come. And we're looking forward to a great night in the Dens on this occasion. And hopefully we'll be back to celebrate 50 in 2020 in the Dens again. Indeed, with the help of God, Tom Cusson, band leader of Shaskeen. They'll be in the Glen Centre this Saturday night and you can get your tickets on theglencentre.com. Tom, thank you so, so much for joining me on the What's On Guide. You're very welcome and thank you again. Next up. 
Dirtbirds are a comedy duo consisting of Dublin lady Sue Collins and Dundalk's Sinead Colbert. The writers, performers and pure comedians are in the dock tomorrow night with their hilarious self-help show. Now the tickets are sold out so if you don't happen to have tickets for tomorrow night's leg of their self-help tour the show will be on again in Carrigallen before too long. That's right you can catch them again in the Cornmill Theatre in Carrigallen on November the 8th. Sinead Colbert, one half of the Dirtbirds, lets me know just exactly what their show is about. It's just a show about all the stuff that stresses us out in modern day living, like parenting, making the school lunches, dodging the guards because of your NCT. And it's a a fantastic combination of stand-up and sketches. We look at competitive neighbours, all the issues that sort of affect women, you know, trying to lose weight trying to keep everything juggling in the air. It's kind of a combination of some of the sketches that we've done online because a lot of them have gone viral. We also have a book out on October the 29th and that's called Dirtbird's South House Guide. We're just kind of laughing at this insta-perfect life we're all supposed to be leading. We're completely sold out in the dock, but we're going to be in the corn mill on November the 8th. There you go. The Dirtbirds are in the corn mill in Carrigallen on November the 8th. Tickets are €20 from cornmilltheatre.com. Next up on this week's What's On Guide, Justin Farrell from Carrick Cineplex and Carrick and Shannon has called in to me in the hive here in Carrick and Shannon to let me know what's going on with them this week. How are you getting on? All good. We've had an extremely busy couple of weeks with the Joker, Downton Abbey and Judy, and the fun looks like it's not going to stop anytime soon. This week we have the release of Dark Lies the Island, an Irish movie written by Kevin Barry and directed by Ian Fitzgibbon, starring Pat Short, Charlie Murphy and Peter Coonan. The movie follows the characters in a long-standing family feud in a small Irish town over the course of a week. So last night we had a preview night of the movie, which was shot locally around the Longford, Saigo and Roscommon borders, I do believe. Yeah, there was Lockheed and Boyle and I recognised uh, Doon Shore in there as well. Yeah, so a bit of a local connection. So we had a preview screening of the movie last night and a Q&A with the director, Ian Fitzgibbon. Great turnout last night and an enjoyable evening had by all. We definitely recommend checking that out this weekend. Also coming out this week, we have the next chapter in one of my personal favourites, Zombieland, starring Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg. It's an action comedy, nice easy watch, so definitely recommend getting in to see that. Keeping with our theme of comebacks in 2019, we have the new Terminator, Dark Fate, on advanced screenings on Wednesday and Thursday, so Arnie's back once again. And for our film society, we have Sorry Angel, which is a beautifully filmed French movie, and that will be on Thursday night at 8.30. And what else have you got going on then for the rest of the week, Justin? So we have Joker, which we definitely recommend booking in advance. Judy, Gemini Man, action movies starring Will Smith. Downton Abbey, still going strong. And for kids, we have Abominable, which was just released last weekend. Maleficent, Toy Story, Lion King, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, and Angry Birds too. For all our times or more info, you can get them on characterscineplex.ie or characterscineplex on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for calling in again and we'll hopefully be chatting you again next week. And next up here on our What's On Guide, we have had a busy week with sport in County Leitrim and Breffney is now here to bring us all up to speed on what happened during the week and what is about to come. Breffney, how are you? I'm great, and yourself? Oh no, 
Excellent. Correct. Well, it's been, as you said, a very, very busy week. We had the county finals in Gaelic football on Sunday afternoon in Park Sean McDermott. We had Leitrim Gales were victorious in their game with Drum Kieran in the Intermediate Championship, while Glencar Manor ended eight years of a wait for their, well, since their last senior title. Uh, since 2011 was their last time they won it. They have now ended that eight years, but that means that Balnamore are going to have to wait that little bit longer. It's 29 years. It's going to be a minimum of 30, but I don't think it's going to be much more because that Balnamore team, they really are knocking on the door. And there's a couple of players that I think may have played their last senior game for Manor within the county confines. There's a couple of lads in there, mid to late 30, shall we say, that may or may not be around next year so manor it might be a last hurrah for that golden squad that have collected i suppose six titles in the last 20 years for the club six of seven so it's it's a pretty uh, great time for them to be around at the moment in terms of what's happening this weekend we have the hurling county final is on this weekend and manor hampton back in action Clooney and Hurling Club, which is from Manor, they play Carrick in Carrick and Shannon, and that game is on Saturday afternoon at 2pm in Avoncard Park, Sean McDiarmada. I don't really know too much about it, to be honest. The Carrick have won virtually every final for the last 20 years. I think there's only two they haven't won, so Hurling is having a bit of a great year in the county, and I think Carrick would be the favourites for that. Again, in a bit of a vacuum, I haven't been following it. There's only a couple of clubs involved in Hurling in the county, so be interesting to see if Carrick can win yet another county final. In terms of soccer, Sligo Rovers are at home on Saturday evening to Derry City. That game in the showgrounds at 9.45 on Saturday. While there is some local soccer in terms of the Sligo Leitrim Super League, Manor Rangers are at home on Sunday morning to Ballasadare at 11am, while Carrick Town make the journey to Chaffpool. I don't know how long that journey is because I have no idea where Chaffpool is, but they're a football club in the Sligo Leitrim League in the Premier League and Carrick make that trip for 2pm on Sunday afternoon. It's also a busy time for a bit of Gaelic football still going on in the county. Of course, ladies football finished for the year. We'll talk about that a little bit more detail in just a couple of seconds. But in the Division 1 of the All-County Football League, there are three games, the final three games to be played in the league. Now, there was three games down for last weekend and only one ended up being played all the others were conceded or given as walkovers, and I expect something similar to happen this week. I don't want to cast aspersions on clubs, but Gortletra and Leitrim Gales literally have nothing to play for in that game. And I can see Gortletra not wanting to come out after their double relegation in the league and the championship. They haven't probably been training in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure how much training Leitrim Gales got done this week either. I think there might have been some weightlifting, but I don't think there was a weight in sight. Glencar Manor also out. They play Fina. Again, neither team anything to play for. Fina already relegated. Glencar Manor can reach a final, can't be relegated. Either team could concede there really, really easy. Again, Fina are down and out. Might not have the inclination to come back to the pitch. Glencar Manor again, the more than Leitrim Gales will have been celebrating this week, might not be wanting to play a game, might be more focused on the Connacht Club Championship in two and a half weeks' time at this point. The final game in Division 1 this weekend is between Sean Heslands and Mohull, and it's an interesting three way tie at the top of the table at the moment. And the way it works is if Mohull win this game, they will be top of the league by two points from both Sean Heslands and St Mary's. But because St Mary's have beaten Sean O'Heslands in the league this year, they would go through to the final. So that would be a Mohull 
St. Mary's final played the following week. If any other result happens, if Sean O'Hessens avoid defeat, it will be a repeat of this fixture in the league final the following week. So kind of needless in some respects. Uh, based on form, Sean O'Hessens got to the final. How have they been doing this week? Will their mind be in it? It's very hard to know. They won't want to not be in the final, if that makes sense. They will want to secure a final place and then end the year with some silverware. That is, I would imagine, the, the hope for the club this year. There is some other action in terms of athletics on Saturday afternoon in Balnamore in the St. Balaam's complex there in the middle of the town, the cross-country county championships. They're taking place at 3 p.m. And we will give a little shout-out to two of the things that are happening in the sports world, not necessarily sport themselves, but the Cube is a fundraiser for the ladies getting football. That's on Saturday week, and that promises to be a great night's entertainment and all raising funds to pay for development squads for ladies football in the county. So please support that if you can at all. Even if you can't make it on the night, buy a ticket, sponsor one of the participants. It's going to be a great night anyway, but if you can, please support the ladies football in the county. And finally, the Leitrim Sports Awards. Their nominations are open. I think there's another week on those nominations. So you have till the end of next week to get them into the sports partnership. And you can find out more about that on leitrimsports.ie, I believe. I think there's also a nomination for me this week's Observer and last week's Observer. So make sure if there's someone in your life, be it your club, your community, even your family, that you think deserves to be recognised for the effort they put in, either on the playing pitches, on the sideline, or behind the scenes, making all the, the teas and biscuits and whatever. And um, there is so many different awards there's team of the year there's juvenile team of the year there's school teachers there's uh, volunteer of the year coach of the year and as well as some fantastic sporting achievements on the pitches i expect the hurlers to feature a good bit i expect the county's footballers manor hamilton on their renaissance from kind of out of the dead they'll probably feature as well and there's so many good young athletes doing fantastic things around the county. Niall Moran has been making a, a name for himself at Sligo Rovers this year. Matthew Early in the rugby. Hannah Johnson in ladies rugby. Uh, Shane Mallon also in rugby. Like rugby's kind of taken over this year. There was one other fixture in the rugby that I didn't mention and that is that uh, Sligo Rugby Club are in action in Division 2B of the All-Ireland League and they play Wanderers in the Aviva Stadium on Saturday. So there are some nice opportunities for players to get those kind of opportunities to play in places like the Aviva with local sides as well and I say locals it's a Sligo team but they represent the All-Ireland League in this region so and of course my nephew Matthew Early is on that team as well so I better give him a little shout out or I get given out to at the weekend I think that's pretty much it from the sports just finished with those two please support the ladies football not this weekend the weekend after every club in the county have people taking part in that so find out who your local person is and please support them or come along in the night and then also the Leitrim Sports Awards it's very important that you get the name in of who that person that you want to support because it's it's a good night out and it's also a really good opportunity to to celebrate some of the successes that we've had and there have been so many of them this year thanks Bethany. now folks just a note before we wrap things up some of you may have heard actor Porig McLaughlin on this show this time last week Porig is a member of the Acorn Players and last week he was hyping us all up about their production Loophole which was on in Carrigallon over the weekend here's a quick reminder of just how he described the play and how he invited us to come along people have come back to see us three and four times you know because they're enjoying it so much it's a very strong play and anybody that sees it recommends it to us to try to get it into the 
gambling circuit. It's guaranteed that this is a laugh. I mean, it, it's hilarious. The laugh so much. At the very end, when we come out to stand up and give us a standing ovation, they really enjoy it. So anybody that would miss out on this would be missing out on a great show. Are you from this part of the country? Or are you from? I'm Carrick. Is there any hope that you could come and see us? I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. I'm around. Well, if you come and see us next week, you can put it up there and say whether I was right or not and say, well, am I selling it as good as what it is? Because I guarantee you will really enjoy it. Do you know what? I'll head along, so I'm looking forward to it. As the way it's described, it's a play on the edge. Just guarantee your life. If you come, you'll be raving about it next week like everybody else that comes and sees us. And with that, folks, I have to hold my hands up and admit that I nearly fell off my chair with laughter in the Cornwall Theatre last Friday night. An absolute credit to the Mohull based group. They're only going a short seven or eight years. If you didn't catch them in Carrigallan, they're in the DLR Mill Theatre in Dundrum next month. And they have six shows scheduled for next year in Athlone, Letterkenny, Westport, Enniskillen and Galway. Highly, highly recommended. We had tears streaming down our face with laughter. An absolute spectacle and a really, really good night was had by all so that's the story for another week this week you can celebrate National Women's Enterprise Day with the local Enterprise Office Leitrim rejoice to our Boxty Eating Heritage as part of the Leitrim Boxty Festival you can tap your feet away to Shaskeen's trad tunes laugh your socks off at the Dirtbirds and their guide to self-help you could kick back in Carrick Cineplex with some of the new releases or spectate at one of our many sporting events. All of these, of course, going on within the borders of our lovely little county. And as I mentioned earlier, if you happen to be heading in the Galway direction today, make sure not to forget your Leitrim jersey. Gajiga Gosfer Lachelis Shinarish, Slánagas Banacht.